the Askell Leaders Reading Podcast with Jeff Barton. I'm Melissa Ben and I'm a writer and campaigner. And uh, Melissa, we're talking about your book, Life Lessons, The Case for a National Education Service. Now, this is not trying to write a manifesto for Labour or anything like that. You make that point clearly. So give us a flavour of what the book is about. Well, I suppose I'm trying to start a conversation, to be honest. And I I think there's a lot of things that have gone wrong in education, particularly in the last eight years. But I think we can see it as a trend that's been going on for 30 years, which is towards too much centralisation, too much soft privatisation, and maybe losing touch with what a good education is really about so I set out some of those problems but try to do it in a positive way to say that now there is quite a spread of opinion that agrees that we're going in the wrong direction so we could work together in a national way to to move things on in a more positive way but also I am trying to help Labour which has talked about a national education service but is perhaps still fleshing out their plans so I'm trying to say here are some ideas here are some openings let's pursue those and thirdly because I feel passionately about it I'm trying to take a longer term view of our system particularly in relation to the very powerful private sector the selective sector within the state system and saying why can't we have a common system why can't all our children be educated together I know there are very powerful vested interests involved in schools but That's why I think it's a longer term, a sort of decade-long conversation. Let's start that and let's have a government that is really interested in moving towards an integrated system. What struck me in uh, reading it at the weekend, it is a much more optimistic book than I thought perhaps it was going to be, that it was going to be essentially saying, right, here are all the the failings of the past uh, number of years. And whilst there is that, what you then is to identify what the key drivers of change might be. And one of the things you aren't suggesting is let's change everything. It is about building the current system, isn't that right? Yeah, well, partly I think that teachers and schools and heads have been subject to so much change that the last thing anyone wants to read is somebody saying, and let's do X, Y and Z. Secondly, I think the problems are so deep-rooted that we need a conversation as much as we need a whole new bill of change. Although I do, slightly (laughs) tongue-in-cheek, lay out at the end a list of things that might make a difference, but uh, like a Queen's Speech-type program but but on the question of optimism you know I've been looking at education thinking about it over a long period of time and it's very easy if you feel unhappy at things that are happening to always be criticizing always be negative and probably with great justification but I've learned in all relationships including political relationships we're always much more likely to listen to someone who's saying okay this is wrong this could be better let's move forward in a positive way so I guess that's just the tone I've come to in my late middle age. (laughs) There's a couple of very specific points you make and they're kind of particular bones of contention one is about selection and the 11 plus test and what's the effect of that we'll talk about that Uh, and the other one is around admissions which you quite rightly say actually drives a lot of behavior so what is it about selection because we've got a government which is expanding selection at the moment we'll have parents who presumably if their child is going to get into a grammar school will say hurrah my child's in a grammar school what what, why particularly is uh, the the 11 plus iniquitous in your view well i think we have to remember that as a nation we decided to phase out grammar schools in the 1960s and now we have a head uh, head teacher 
Theresa May is a bit like a teacher. <laughs> the nation's headmistress. We have the nation's headmistress coming along and saying, let's go back to that system. So it's profoundly old-fashioned, but on the point of principle, I don't think any young person should take a life-defining test at the age of 10, which a lot of people do. I, I think that the, the 11 plus test is unreliable. I think it's unjust. It clearly discriminates on grounds of social class. While some ethnic groups do better with the 11 plus, others are particularly affected by it. I don't think it's a way to run a school system, so I feel very strongly about it. I'm the chair of Comprehensive Future, which is just about to publish a, a document saying this is the way we could phase it out. And I think mainstream opinion within education and even beyond has come round to that view that what we need is a really good school system that is non-selective and locally based rather than, and I'm putting quote marks around it, intelligence based. <laughs> Yeah. And what, what is it about admissions? I think admissions are much more complicated mm. and appear more technical. But what, what you find is that schools can use their admissions policies to filter their intake and to shape a more favourable intake, which is more likely to happen in a competitive schools market. And so what you've seen over the last eight years is that the schools market has become more and more competitive um, because of the accountability system, but also schools were given freedoms in order to set their own catchment areas, set their own oversubscription criteria, and it's led to increased segregation. And yet again, those who lose out are those teaching and learning in poorer schools in poorer areas. And I think our aim as a nation should be to have mixed schools that form the heart of their community. It will never be a perfect system, but that's the direction that we should be going in. And a, a, a different school admissions policy would be part of that. Mm. And the final question. Uh, writing a book is always a huge effort. Uh, what, are you, what are you hoping might happen as a result of, of your book, Life Lessons? I'm, I'm hoping that people will start talking. I don't pretend to have all the answers, but I think I've got quite a few of the questions. And, uh, yes, I, I hope to provoke. I do hope to inspire. I... And I, I particularly hope that within the political world and my own Labour family, if you like, that, that, that I'm offering some useful ideas and starting points and proposals that we can all debate for the... For, well, not the rest of time, but at least until Christmas. <laughs> until we get it right. Yeah, until we get it right, that's right. <laughs> Melissa Ben, thank you very much. Pleasure. The Askell Leaders Reading Podcast with Jeff Barton.